when a baby is born it's usually a very happy time for people a lot of even accidents happen uh, to give a lot of joy to people we go through sonographies we go through um first hearing the heartbeat then seeing the the fetus get formed and you feel a sense of joy and pride and you feel really good and a lot of pregnant women are taken special care of given special food made to feel like they are wonderful and special and baby showers are given and gifts are given and then the baby comes and of course that person is made to feel like okay now you're the mother now sit in slog and it's great because most mothers love that and uh, many mothers don't but they still do it now why am i talking about this uh, when we become mothers we realize that we take so much care in taking care of our children we boil the water before giving them you know once they're ready to feed uh, every food is hygienically sterilized we don't um, we're not careless about the way we treat our babies and we love them and we treat them like they're special we encourage them and i do that with my daughter a lot like i uh, i've shared this a lot of uh, times on my podcasts where i really want her to sleep with a smile on her face and wake up with a smile on her face and that's like my goal that's like my agenda with my my child now um why am i talking about this it's because i feel like we give a lot of attention to babies but as children grow up we start giving less and less and less attention to them so i mean just using my own daughter's example the amount of love and cuddling and attention we gave my daughter when she was born or when she began her first milestones were documented and shot and videos were made and as she grew older less and less documentation started happening the camera got put down focus of course that's a good thing sometimes but our focus was on getting other things done uh, as my daughter is getting older the more i mean she's changed now and now she wants to talk and sometimes i find that we may not have uh, that much attention given to her to listen to what she wants to say of course the fact that i'm talking about this means that i'm very conscious of it so i'm um, i'm not trying to tell people like i'm a great mom or i'm a bad mom this is not about that i think what i'm trying to say is that our whole lives are built in um making children feel like they're special and then throughout school when they once they join school if they if they're blessed with great teachers then they continue to feel special but god forbid if they're faced with bad teachers then they're made to feel unspecial constantly and as time goes by the balance between unspecial and special continues now if you're blessed with a child who um does well in school that gets good grades is good at sports yada yada yeah you uh, you get what i'm saying then again we spend so much of our time making them feel special and we award them we give them gold medals we uh you know give them opportunities and everything is built in making the child in their school formative years uh to feel like they're special so good is rewarded with good and bad is rewarded with bad i have uh, heard many stories of children who were falsely accused in school and kicked out of school because somebody thought they had done something wrong 
there is an example of a child who's uh, told by the time they're 16 or 17 that you know what what you've done is wrong and and you're not special because your what you've done is wrong now is that the correct way to look at it absolutely not because i mean at least i believe that god has made us special and we are special in his eyes um but here is my point as we start getting jobs if we get a great job and we work and work and work god i mean sleepless nights and all that we get a promotion and then again feel like we're special so our whole life is built on the striving for feeling special feeling validated our whole life and we don't even realize it um we the applause that we get the the awards we get the trophies we get the accomplishments we make are all steered in a direction to make us feel like we're special now why am i talking about this that too on the eve of end game yeah i'm going to get into that later but the reason i'm talking about this is that f- in my life too i was born i was made to feel like i was special and circumstances throughout my life uh you know like uh, like different different scenarios had a mixed reaction of making me feel very special and making me feel like i wasn't special maybe things like um there was a guy in my class i'm not going to name him poor guy but <laughs> he's not really poor but he he i grew up being called kalamu which was um uh, uh, basically black face um showing me that i was not special like i because i had a face that was dark i was not special now that's not true i'm i'm relatively pretty but the fact is that a person made you f- made me feel like i wasn't special uh, by commenting on the way i looked did i believe him absolutely did i did that um change the way i saw myself of course um so there were dis- different different occurrences in my life um like in terms of who i met uh how they treated me that shaped me into believing if i was special or not now thankfully by the time i hit th- my 30s i really thought i was special because i was i had achieved what i wanted to achieve my dreams had come true and i shared this a lot with people that i genuinely thought i was special i was talented i was I was amazing, I was smart, I was earning well. And then I got married. Now, I'm not saying that my husband doesn't make me feel special. Oh, he does. But um when you get married and when the responsibility of the world rests on your shoulders sometimes, we we women overdramatize things sometimes, but yes, I did feel like the weight of the world was on my shoulders. We you're worried about not yourself but then your husband your child your home the finances and job and suddenly uh, the world starts egging at you to make you feel like you're not special whether you have um in-laws who make you feel special or in-laws who don't make you feel special whatever it is again you're faced with situations that define whether you're special or not now here's my problem with all of this you are actually you are special you are made in god's image i mean again i'm not trying to christianify this but um i believe i would like to believe that we have all been created uh, to be wonderful people and wonderful uh, human beings however you're stri- as you grow older you're stripped of your validation you're stripped of feeling good enough you're stripped of and and 
interestingly, I don't know if people will resonate with what I'm saying, but as you get older, you're not like when you're a child, you're always told to achieve to get good grades and go to a good college. If you happen to go to a good college, then again, you're special because you graduated from a good college. Then you have to get a good job. If you get a good job, which I did. Um, you're made to feel like okay now you're special because of the money that you're making so then your your special tag is defined by the money you make or the success you have and one of the things that I realized in my life that as time went by um, like of course in school and college and my 20s um, I was I would say I was the most talented and successful people in person in my eyes uh, because of you know what I had achieved and who I was and how much I was earning now cut to marriage and it's not marriage I, I'm saying marriage because of course things changed for me post marriage but when when I re hit my 30s uh, a lot of things changed uh, opportunities slowed down because of the responsibilities I had at home, uh, a lot of jobs or a lot of time wasn't able to be spent in the same levels of jobs. And because of the lack of uh, resources or lack of opportunities or lack of timings or things not matching, I started making uh, like feeling like I didn't amount to anything because um, it didn't it didn't mean I actually didn't amount to anything, but it, it meant Oh, I don't have a job, so I'm nothing. Like, I still remember people saying, Oh, you're just a housewife. And I wasn't just a housewife, but I remember getting annoyed with people. And if I didn't like that person, I'd be like, Yeah, I'm just a housewife. Like, I wouldn't even bother letting them get to know me. Um, now I'm going to be 40. In the end of this year, I'm going to be 40. And I am really thinking. I'm thinking about a lot of things in life. And one of the things is that... Um, I am talented I do like I cook well and I I'm not well but I cook what I cook I I do okay um, but I realized that the my no, it's not ego but my self um, confidence of who I was and what was much better when I was a child was much um, I was much more confident when I was a kid and even in my 20s uh, and to an extent through school and college and work uh, but that definition did come from which school I went to which college I went to which job I had how much salary I was gaining and all this seems very superficial right now and I'm looking back because one of my biggest crises in my 30s uh, apart from marriage oh sorry George I don't mean to say that but um, uh, marriage changed things because um, it suddenly I was stripped away with it didn't matter which college I studied in it didn't matter what school uh, I studied in it didn't matter what job I had it didn't matter it just mad what mattered was maybe where I lived or um, who I was married to or how much money he made or what my stature or st you know social s strata or you know like was now I know this sounds really superficial and it sounds like you know, I'm really, I'm, I'm talking out of my brain. But um, I, I do want to tell you that uh, I have really been trying to grapple with my um, identity as a 30 plus, almost 40 year old without the, the fluff of a job, without a fluff of a, 
a high salary and i've really been wondering who who am i without a job who am i without uh, my skills like if uh, if i'm not able to take pictures who am i as a person if i can't bake like cupcakes who am i and i think that the hustle is real and the struggle is real when you talk about um people who want to i mean earn money and hustle through life trying to provide for their homes uh somewhere on the line their identity becomes what they do or their identity becomes uh like how much money or how, who their friends are or which restaurants they go to and i'm here to tell you for anyone who's who i mean if you don't get it and this is really above your head and it's very jinga lala then please it's okay you don't need to understand it but if you understand what i'm talking about and i i i i think it might be women who go through this um maybe i don't know but i think that uh, an identity crisis also happens at different parts of your life and in my 30s and almost 40s i'm beginning to realize that actually i'm who i am is more than my job and who i am as a person how my heart is and how my thinking is and uh, how i react when i am put in in into a stressful situation really defines who you are more than um if you have these many cars or this house or this bank balance i i love that i i had to question my bank balance or i had to question my house or i had to question my jobs because it's really forced me to think about who i am as a person and i have no idea why i'm thinking about all these things but i did want to share um this because it's it's an important um identity question um are you a person that you like without your job are you a person that you like without a bank balance if you had zero and you had nothing to provide a uh, zero money and you had no way to provide for your family would you look in the mirror and say i still like you you're still a wonderful person and i think it's important to think about these things and it's important to love yourself or like yourself at least uh, without a bank balance without a job without a house without a car um without the you know um the strings that society kind of slaps on us and forces us to think of it as value today i don't have all the things that i did in my 20s and um i would like to think that i live a life of more value now this is not because i'm a wife or it's not because i'm a mother it is i'm not defined by my motherhood and i'm not defined by my wifehood i'm not defined by my talents i'm not defined by my money i'm not defined by my savings i'm not defined by the phone i hold in my hand what i'm defined by is um maybe my belief maybe my heart or more importantly i this is just again my opinion but the way i treat others um the way i'm kind to a person or the way i'm not kind to a person so on that pensive note uh i'm i'm not i'm not special because of certain like the frills of society i am special because um i i was made special and i'm special without the frills so um i hope you feel special and i hope you find a way to love yourself without a bank balance and without a house it's just something i'm thinking about i have no idea why i'm thinking about that but i hope uh this has enriched your life as 
recording this podcast ha- has uh, this is podcast number 17 and um, i'll catch you oh, i'm very excited about end game tomorrow so i'm going to uh, i don't know if i'm going to review it because i feel like there'll be so many spoilers to review so um, maybe i'll i do a review later i don't know but on that um i am special note <laughs> um yeah i'm going to sign off take care bye bye and um think about what i've said uh, and if it hits hits a chord uh, write to me on sangeetanjalakumar@gmail.com or leave me a voice message here um i'd love to hear your feedback i'd love to know if you're even listening so yeah take care and remember you are special <laughs>